Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? My name is Aaron Edward Atwell of Edward Atwell Films. This is my co-host, Chaz Reed. What's happening, Chaz? What's going on, everybody? Chaz Reed from Chaz Reed Films out of North Carolina. Um, to tell you guys a little bit about myself, I originally started filming 2012. Um, I got into a lot of uh, commercial work and music video work um, in about about 2015, and um, I shot my first wedding like early 2015, and um, it was horrible. Um, what was horrible about it? Man, everything. You know you. You know, this is your first wedding? That was my very first wedding. Oh, very wow. first wedding. I think I had um, I had two cameras. Yeah, I had two cameras. I had two GH3s. Um, mm-hmm. And I had I was so excited. I went out and bought a 70 to 200 <laughs> like right before the wedding because I knew I had to get that, you know, that extra reach in there. But um, what I didn't know was, you know, GH3s were like filming on a potato when you're in low light, you know, it's really, <laughs> really, really bad. Oh, and um, so I did that, man. I was all around the place. I was ripping and running. I was sweating like a, a pig. I still sweat like a pig, but, you know, this was just beginner sweat. And um, <laughs> I like that beginner sweat. That's yeah. Funny. Everything about it. I just hate it, man. I really hated it. And I put up a, um, a teaser. And I got like a lot of good feedback from it. And um, like my next wedding was like a, a, a same sex um, reception. Like they wanted me okay. to film the reception for it. Just and I reception. did that. Like I don't, you know, your, your sexual preference is whatever you want it to be. Like I don't really care. As long as you're in love, that's all that matters to me. Right. And um, I put up a teaser, man. And I booked like three weddings off of this teaser. It was like, 40 seconds and I was okay. the reception was in a um what is it Ruth Chris the steak place yeah yeah it was in a Ruth Chris like and I just that's kind of weird yeah I just finessed it man and um Eat. from that I got some some inquiries mm-hmm. and people were talking about you know a thousand dollars I was like whoa a thousand dollars all right now that's big money yeah you know especially off rip because my first wedding was free the reception was right. like I think I charged like 250. Cause I was just going right. to one place and um, for them to throw out that thousand dollars, man, I was like, yeah, let me get it. I and um, my second wedding, man, I had a ball. It was still garbage, but you know, right. <laughs> I just had fun doing it. And um, what happened was I ended up getting burnt out doing, um, you know, all the commercial work and the video music videos. Yeah. And um, I put my cameras down, man. I put my cameras down for like six months. They just, they literally collected dust. And the next time I picked them up was for one of the weddings that booked me. Right. And um, it's just been weddings ever since. Like, I, only thing I do now is commercial work on the side. I do a little bit of, um, I work for a couple of media distribution companies part-time. And, um, you know, whenever they hit me up to do a commercial, I do that. But other than that, it's just all weddings, man. 
Right. Let me ask you a question. Do you still have a copy of that first video? I do, man. And it's not in public's <laughs> view. Um, it will probably never reach the public. Oh, um, it's, it's going to, because what we're going to do is post both of our first videos oh, in the show notes here. Oh, my goodness. That way everybody can see, like, you know, there's hope for everybody. Oh, like how bad Chaz man. and Aaron were. <laughs> that's right? that's going to hurt, man. That's gonna but hurt. It's going to be okay. Um, if you're done, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, tell everybody a little about me. Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, so I started filming uh, in 2006, uh, my senior year of high school. Um, I was big into art. Uh, I was in an art program that was half the day all year, um, and we had to pick a senior project, and my senior project turned out to be video, uh, and the first the first person to ever do video. The teacher usually didn't allow it, uh, but, you know, I pulled some strings and did what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, what wasn't worth watching. Um, I don't even have a copy of it, or I would, you know, just let everybody laugh at me. See? Um, and then, you know, I, I kind of dabbled in it for a while. And then probably about four years ago, um, I could finally afford my own camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, a Nikon D3000 something. Yeah. <clears throat> really, uh, I mean, it's a it's a cool camera, but not, not really a professional setup, you know. Right. Um, and at that point, I got into doing some nonprofit work, some schools, um, you know, just things, really more passion projects. Right. Uh, you know, so I could help people out. And, you know, I could do something because I love video, but I had a full-time job. You know, mm-hmm. it's just for fun. Um, and then, you know, I've only been doing weddings now for like 14, 15 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first wedding was last May, May of 2017. Um, and one of the nonprofits that I did some work for knew somebody getting married. Mm-hmm. And reached out and was like, Hey, you know, like, can you do this? Um, and they were like, you know, their budgets, I think it was $500. Yeah. And I was like, well, I usually work for free. So yeah, yeah, I could do 500. It's a big jump. Um, so I went to this wedding. Uh, I've actually got it somewhere. Here it is. Uh, I had the Nikon, which I actually sold, uh, to a guy getting started out. Uh, I had this recorder right there, Mm, one camera and one lens. Mm, was it a kit That's lens? That's all I had. No, it was a 50 millimeter old film lens. Oh, man. Came uh, <laughs> with 50, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I went to this wedding and filmed the entire thing with one camera, one lens, uh, an audio recorder, which I didn't even have a microphone. I laid it by their feet on the ground, the recorder. Mm, right? Nice. Yeah. So, that's how bad this was. That's how unprepared I was. Yeah. Um, and I kind of did the same thing. I came home. Uh, you know, uh, put together a teaser, put it online and people were like, whoa, like this is amazing. And I was like, I thought you might want your money back, but you know, if you like it, I like it too. Right. You like it. I love <laughs> uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I started there. Um, I posted that, uh, you know, put it on Facebook that, you know, Hey, I was doing some weddings now. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another inquiry, you know, kind of like you, I think it was 600 bucks. And I did it successful. They loved it. I had to, I went ahead and bought another camera this time because I was thinking like, man, I really needed one last time. Yeah. Um, you know, got that second camera, got started, uh, did that wedding video went well. Uh, and then the third wedding I did the lady, you know, at this time I still had a a full-time income, so I wasn't like relying on weddings to get by. Right. Um, lady contacted me, you know, said she loves my work. Uh, and she's been getting a lot of quotes, but she can't quite afford three or four thousand dollars. 
And I was like, well, you're in luck because I start at 1200 you know, fully expecting her to be like, no way, you yeah. know, okay. You know, like I just booked a $600 wedding, which blew me away at the yeah. time, Yeah. you know, thinking like I can make 600 bucks, you know, on a weekend and a day of editing. Um, and she was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's so low. And I was like, what? Like you could make 1200 bucks doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so that's kind of where I started, man. Uh, you know, just picking up the camera about four years ago, started weddings, uh, almost a year and a half ago. And man, I fell in love with it. I love telling, you know, the story of romantic love between two people. Right. Um, it's so unique and so intimate. Right. You just get to be a part of somebody else's life, Yeah. Uh, you know, just for a little bit, but it's fun, man. Um, so next, uh, we can go into... You know, what is what is the point of this podcast? Uh, I mean, there's hundreds of podcasts out, thousands, maybe tens of thousands. I don't know. Right. Um, but, you know, I know me and you both feel kind of the same way. Right. That wedding videography podcasts are a little lacking. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, not pointing any fingers, not saying any names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some out there that have the potential to be great. Um, but it seems like it's just become an afterthought. So right. I felt like there was a, a void that needed to be filled, um, needed to be filled. And, you know, a couple of guys who now are having some success in the industry, you know, can help those that got the questions, but can't find the answers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. Um, for me, I felt this podcast was really um, a, a, a need to the, the, the videography, the wedding videography community, because, you know, like you said, it was it was it's, it was a couple good podcasts out there, and um, you know it, it seems as if they they've they're they've lost their their map their guidance to what the reason why go. they originally started, you know because I yeah. can remember I can remember stumbling across like I never listened to podcasts so I started listening to podcasts like this year, um, and I, for some reason I just I just typed in wedding videography one time. And I came across these guys, man, and I listened to every single episode that they had. Like, you know, when I get in my car, my my phone automatically connects, and um, anywhere I drove, wherever I drove, I was listening to the podcast, and you know, I ran out of material, and I was like, man, um, what's next? You know, like <laughs> who's next out there? And um, you know, I found a couple other guys, and they were just kind of hit and miss, like um. Might, they might do one or two episodes and they would just fall off the face of the earth or something. Yeah, and it's like you had those long times, like you'd have two episodes and you're like, okay, I can get into this one. Yeah, yeah. And then like it's three months later and there ain't been an episode three yet. Nothing. Like Nothing. what happened? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I definitely feel that. And that's something that kind of bothers me, not only about podcasts, but about Facebook groups as well. Right. Um, because I think those have a great potential to help. Uh, but there are some large groups out there that really pit everyone against each other as competition. Yeah. Like when someone posts something that, you know, for you been doing this several years, this may be like a terrible question. Like the answer is obvious, but you know, for somebody who's been doing this for a couple of days or just thinking about doing it, or maybe just, you know, they've done one wedding, right? uh, you know, those, those answers aren't so easy to come by. Right. And I think that, you know, talking down to those people or acting like, you know, maybe they're not as smart. uh, I think that's really harms the community and, especially in a profession where I think there's plenty of business to go around. Oh, it's tons, uh, tons. I mean, there's, there's so much weddings that, I mean, we could all have some and there'd still be some left with no video. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think we're on the same page there. Um, you know, about as far as, you know, who this is going to be for, mm-hmm. um, and our goals there. So 
what do you think, uh, Chaz, people can expect from this podcast, Story Over Everything? Man, I would I would honestly say um, a resource where you can where you can definitely find the answers to some of the questions you might be a little bit too embarrassed to to ask, or you might not know the person to ask, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I know for me, when I first started, when I first started film awareness, I didn't have a mentor, you know, I didn't nope. have a place that I could ask questions. Um, it was kind of like <clears throat> sink or swim, you know, you, um, and at the end of the day, that's, that's eventually how you'll get better. You know, you have to experience is going to be your best teacher, but if you have someone that can kind of shade the ropes a little bit before you get, you know, pushed into the ocean, you mm-hmm. know, it's definitely a, a, a plus, you know, to help you out and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I, that's definitely my biggest, my biggest thing that I would, I feel that, um, the podcast is going to bring for people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that because I was the same way, you know, I didn't have any type of mentor, <clears throat> nobody showed me any ropes. Um, and there's, there's tons of tutorials. Uh, you know, you go on YouTube and find stuff all day. Uh, but what, what it lacks is the interaction. Right. Um, you know, if I can find somebody and I'm like, oh man, this wedding, this wedding video is great. Like, I wonder how they did this. You know, I can call them in all day and they're never going to talk back to me. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that there's that lack of interaction uh, between the pro and the beginner. Right. Um, that I feel like that's something that we can kind of bridge that gap. Right. Um, you know, accepting user input. You know, what do you need to know about? What questions do you have? And no question's a dumb question, man. You know, I mean, for somebody just starting out, you know, which way should you point the camera? Well, here, let me help you out. Right. Not towards you, right? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, so now that now that everybody kind of knows uh, what they're going to uh, expect out of this podcast, mm-hmm. um, why don't you tell them a little about, about what we have on deck coming up soon? Oh, man. Um, some of the things we're going to be doing, we're going to interview different types of, of people that are involved with the wedding, you know, different types of vendors, um, your DJs, your photographers, your um new people your newbies or beginners rather um because we want to we want to kind of bring this podcast to where we're hitting it from every angle and mm-hmm. you know there's no stone that goes unturned with this so right we want you to know you know what's the best way to interact with a photographer at a wedding like what can you do to make the day easier um same applies with a dj even though you see them for you know only half of the day the dj is a real you know really important because at the end of the day, one thing about your stories, nine times out of 10, your stories is either gonna come from the vowels or it's gonna come from the speeches. And if you don't know how exactly. to get in good with the DJ and he's like, no, you can't plug into my audio, you oh, um, you gotta figure something out really fast. And um, yeah. so we wanna learn, you know, we wanna get you guys to understand the value of all of this stuff to help you continue to, um, you know, bring the story with your videos and stuff. What about you, man? What's, what's some of the things that I didn't cover that be brought into the um the future episode. Yeah, so you know I know episode two. Um, we're gonna get bring a guy. His name is Jonas on. He's from Legacy Weddings. Um, and one of the things that I didn't understand, you know, I, when I told you I got that first wedding it was five hundred dollars. Um, that blew my mind that someone would pay five hundred dollars for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, five hundred dollars was a lot of money to me then. Right. And, you know, it's not a small chunk of change now, but it was a lot more then. Right. Um, and the guy Jonas, uh, from legacy weddings, uh, they're out in California. Um, and they just sold, uh, a $10,100 package, uh, which that's a high dollar package, man. man. No way you cut it. That's a good package to sell. Man, that's a lot of cheese, um, man. Yeah. So <laughs> we are going to bring, uh, Jonas on, um, next episode. 
he's going to kind of tell us, you know, how he started out. Um, how do you grow to $10,000? Right. Right. Cause that's a good growth. Like I need that growth. I think we all want that growth. Right. Um, how do you grow there? But uh, something else that he also adds <clears throat> is how you can add on value to every wedding and make more money out of it. Mm. Um, he can, he's going to go over, uh, with me and you, you know, how do you turn a $3,000 booking into a $4,000 booking? And it's, it's very simple and it's effective. Uh, and I think that's something that, you know, let's say if, if your prices are starting out at $1,000 right now, you're new at this, but if you can, if you can bump in there and bump it up to two, wouldn't you want to? Right. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like, uh, you know, a good thing. Um, but you know, we're going to get into that next week. Uh, let's go ahead and move into this next segment, which I'm very excited to hear about from you. Uh, what is the worst wedding experience that you have ever had? Um, you know what? <clears throat> I've had a couple really horrible wedding experiences, and I think it depends on who you want to point the finger at. You know. All right. Um, I've had some really horrible ones with photographers. Um, the battle of the shot. You know. Um, mm. I know what you mean. I've had some 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 um, really horrible event coordinators or wedding planners that didn't really I don't I don't really know how they earn that title um they stole it yeah probably they definitely didn't earn it um they wrote it on a card (laughs) but I would I would probably say my my most consistent bad wedding um are the weddings without planners you know I understand what's the worst experience you like single worst at a wedding, like like your number one bad wedding. Don't name names because this is going to be public. Oh, man, I would I would probably say my worst experience at a wedding. I had a photographer, um, and he just he just didn't seem to pay attention to where he was at at all. Was I at this wedding? No. Okay. Because, <laughs> you, you know, there's one that we had where people seem to disappear sometimes. That Right, you know. right, right, right. <clears throat> but we're not going to drop your names. Um, go ahead, go on. But Didn't mean to interrupt. This particular photographer, um, it seemed as if my frame or my shot was always something he was intrigued by. So, um, regardless of how many cameras I had set up, it seemed as if he wanted, if he messed up each one of them for some reason. So let's say I have a two camera setup, right? Maybe one in the center aisle, shoot the bride and groom as a city of vows. You know, we want to see the beautiful bride. So I'm going to shoot on the right hand side. There you go. And tight, right? Okay. So, you know, for some reason. We still got all the left hand side. We still got the middle as well. You know, right beside the camera. We got some of the right. You know, I just don't understand how you managed to just stand straight in front of um, you know, both my cameras. Like He stood in front of both. Like, yeah, on different times. Was he oh, I was gonna say, was he standing with the couple? Like, is that how he did that? No, but I've had one of those was, too. I've had one of those time. too. What? You've had somebody stand up there? I have had a guy. <laughs> two times. Two times. No. 
I've had a photographer, right? There was a sheer draping behind the couple. I've had photographers walk up behind the sheer draping. One guy peeked this joker open like he was playing peekaboo. I've got one of those. I got, yeah. I'll tell that way in my turn, but you go ahead. He peeked it open and he was snapping while they was doing the ring exchange. Like, um, I'm like, uh, bro, like you, 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 you just, you, uh, I'm just lost for there. words right now. I just, I don't know <laughs> what to say. You can't be there. I don't, I don't know what to say. I've had people that oh. walk straight up to the, um, like literally they could probably touch the bride and groom, but mm. I'm talking about in front of them though, like in the front. They just literally walked up there with their like, okay, listen up, photographers. Listen up. I understand 35 millimeter is a great focal length, mm, but listen beautiful. up here. Do not. Don't bring no 35 to no ceremony. I'm sorry. If you're going to bring a 35, shoot that joker from the back, get you a wide shot, how beautiful right. the venue is, and swap that lens. But do not get that 35 oh, and go right. walking five feet by the daggone bride and groom why they saying they vows and crying? Cause you messing up them tears and my shot. But anywho, we can't, we can't have that. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> dude, let me tell you about mine. Um, and again, you know, just like you, I'm not gonna drop names. Yeah. Uh, this this will be public information. Um, and if they heard this, they would know who they were. Mm. Um, but they were good people, bride and groom. We had a great time. Yeah. Let me walk you through the day. I show up, so they rented a beach house. Um, okay. It's one of these, you know, it's like the 20 bedroom, giant pool, three stories, the whole thing. They rented the whole thing. I think it was like $20,000. Mm. Um, so I get there, you know, I, I show myself in to the front door. Uh, you know, I see some people wandering around and the bride's mother walks by and she was like, are you Edward? And I was like, yes, ma'am, I am. Um, so she kind of gave me a little tour. Uh, and then, you know, I, I put my stuff in the gear closet and you know went and got started getting some b-roll mm-hmm. um at this point it's about 11:30 in the morning um i walk down the stairs to where the gentlemen are going to be getting ready because mm-hmm. um, they're, they're down there hanging out now the girls are getting makeup on so i was like you know i'm just going to split the time uh get both so when i get down there the dj is already there right um djs don't usually show up at 11:30 for a four o'clock ceremony right um dj is downstairs with his shirt off several drinks in mm. playing pool mm. like i mean he's you know he's a couple drinks too far already this is 11 30 in the morning a professional five o'clock somewhere um, yeah so i was like man and you know the guys are like hey man you want to drink and i'm like i'm at work like no i don't yeah you know like if it's at the reception you know late in the day you know we could talk about it yeah but at 11 30 when i got a lot of ceremony and b-roll to cover i better not right um from that point uh, to the ceremony, smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, you know, we're all good now. Um, then after the ceremony, you know, people start gathering around the pool drinking. There was a fight. What? Uh, yeah, no, like a fist fight. Like world star. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, there's a fight. Okay, so the police come. You know, nobody got arrested. Right. Uh, you know, thankfully, it's, you know, it's a ceremony, a, a romantic wedding here. Um, the DJ is gone. I mean, he's there, but he's gone, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, the music is so loud, the police come back again. And they go down here and they're like, man, you got to turn down the music. And it's like 10 o'clock. 
Uh, so it was time to, you know, they had like a sound ordinance in the town. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you just got to turn it down. He's like, you know, we're not going to make you shut it off. Just turn it down. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Police leave. He turns it back up. Um, police come back, cut the music out. So now we've got a reception with no more music, mm-hmm. um, which is not fun. You know, like that's why people are dancing and hanging out. It's because they got music and drinks. You just have one, then people are just doing something different. Right. Um, so you know what? That's cool. Uh, I was I told myself, you know, let me do something different. There's no more dancing going on. You know, I'm gonna go get some uh, some B-roll of the two mothers, the bride and groom's mother. We're hanging out um, back up at the beach house, away from the pool. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm gonna sneak over here get some B-roll. Um, and so, you know, so I like, I braced myself against this wall, like they're over here at a table and I'm thinking like, you know, I'm just gonna get some sneaky B-roll with them not paying attention. Right. And no lie, a woman comes up behind me and starts dancing. We're inside. There's no music. There's plenty of space and she is touching my body. Mm. Okay. Like. You married And it like, it's, it scared me. I'm gonna be honest. Like, you know, I'm at a professional event. I'm not expecting somebody to post up on my back here. Right. Um, so I, you know, I'd like jump up off the wall. Thing. And I was like, whoa, like, excuse me, like, did I get in your way? And she was like, no. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, film here. And so she decides to get closer. Now I'm like in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, like, you see me on the screen. I was like this, you know, like, I'm real uncomfortable. Like, I feel like an animal that's been back down into a corner, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, she starts, like, trying to dance some more. And I was like, man, this is making me really uncomfortable. Was her name Big Bertha? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> No names, remember, no names on the podcast. Um, man, so now, like, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. And I told her, I was like, man, this is making me uncomfortable. Yeah. So at this point, now she's got the mother's attention. So both mothers are looking at me. This woman's dancing on me in a corner. And, you know, then, you know, I told the mothers, I was like, hey, like, I think she may have had a little too much to drink. She maybe thinks I'm somebody else. And she's feeling like she wants to dance with me. But, you know, I'm trying not to dance right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to film. Right. Um, so then, you know, the one mom asked her to stop. She was like, hey, do you mind, you know, let's just stop that. So now she starts yelling at me. Okay, like she's screaming at me because I think she's ugly is what she's saying. What? Like, she's like, he don't want to dance with me because he thinks I'm ugly. You know, like that kind of stuff. Clearly, I mean, she had a lot to drink. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't say anybody was ugly. I just said that I'm trying to work. And so she kept on. She's yelling. They had to carry her outside. They kicked her out the party. Um, at that point, I was like, hey, look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. Like, the music's out. I've been assaulted. Like, I'm going to bounce. Yeah, it's time you know, to it's go. Time, it's time for me to go. So I did. Uh, the video turned out pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, they loved it. I was happy with it. Uh, I didn't include any of that girl, you know, that was doing the dancing. Because she was uh, ugly. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody's beautiful in their own ways, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my worst wedding experience to date. Um, just, I mean, there was three police visits, a drunk DJ at eleven thirty, and some physical altercation on me uh, that I did not enjoy. Yeah, so, yeah, I've definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, I've never had anything like that involving the police. Mines are normally just, mines are normally just things that make you very frustrated, you know, mm-hmm. because you're trying to create a piece of art that's like perfection as much as 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 as, as perfect as it can be for that moment and yeah. my my frustration comes when things aren't smooth sailing you know it's very it's, it's kind of rare that weddings are very smooth sailing oh but yeah they never are when they, when it's just like 
way over there. Like, man, that just bugs me so bad. And those yeah. are weddings without event planners. Don't book Dude, weddings without event planners. We have to get an event planner on here to discuss this. We have just to. In case, if any bride ever hears this, we need them to have event planners. You, listen. Because like, <sighs> when it's 4 o'clock and you're not dressed and your ceremony is supposed to start at 3.30, we got a problem. we got a big problem. Right, because you've got problem. me for six to eight hours, and then I'm leaving. Right, right. Don't get mad <laughs> when you turn around right. and you want a picture with your daddy, and your photographer's gone. <laughs> That's what you paid right. me for, like. But you, that is essential. Like, like, man, I is to me a planner is more important than a the daggone anything. Right, really, like, man. Right. Like, you could skip on probably anything else except video and event planner, in my opinion. Like, you can get your aunt to cook for you, you know. Right. Y'all can bring the plates. house before or after. Something, like, go to a restaurant, but you need a planner. <laughs> because, man, it's just, you think you can handle it. You can. But when mess hits the fan. Yeah, and you mm -hmm. know who else can't handle it? Your exactly. bridesmaids. No. Your aunt can't handle it. Your mom can't handle it. They about it. as crazy as the bride is on the wedding day. <laughs> I've had some worse. Have you ever had the bridesmaids that try to tell you how to do your job? Oh, all the time. Oh, they're like, oh, you know what you should do is get this shot. And I'm like, excuse me. Right. You know, they paid me a lot of money to be here. You should just, just let me handle it. You just have a good time. Right. Enjoy. Right? Turn up. Yeah, like, I'm not going to pay you a check for this. <laughs> so, dude, let me ask you, uh, now that we've got those bad experiences out of the way, hopefully we can hear some of the listeners' bad experiences, too. You know, some feedback. I'd love to hear it. Um, um, what's the best compliment you've ever received man, as a part of a wedding? The best compliments I receive, man, are tears, man. Oh, are that's tears. heartfelt. I like that. Yeah, man. When people email me, man, like, oh my goodness, I can't stop crying. Oh, we watch the video all the time. Oh, you're so mm -hmm. amazing. Like, I've had I've had customers, well, clients and couples, um, to tell me, man, please do not stop what you're doing because you have a God-given right. gift. And you need to continue using it. That's what I do this for, man. Stuff like that, you know. That's beautiful. What I about like you? That. Um, the coolest one I've ever had. I mean, I really like the the customers, and I know I'll text you pictures every once in a while, um, of you know when they'll text me and be like, you know, cry cry emojis and like, oh my gosh, we love it so much. Uh, but without a doubt, the coolest one I've ever had. Um. I don't remember where me and my family were out. We had just got home and my phone rings and it's a number I don't recognize, um, which sometimes I answer, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I let them go to voicemail and get back to them. For whatever reason, I answer this one. You know, so I'm like, hello. And she was like, is this Edward? And I was like, yes, it is. You know, like, who am I speaking with? And she was like, well, you don't know me. She was like, but she was like, my name is, no names on the podcast. Um, and she said, I'm on business in New York City. She said, I sat down on my computer and got on Facebook and one of your videos popped up. And she said, I sat down and cried in my hotel room about people I don't even know. And she, yeah, she was like, I just want to tell you like how much your video touched me. And at this point I'm crying. Like, you can't tell me that. Like, I just thought that was so special, man, that she took the time out of her day. Uh, you know, she didn't know the people in the video. She didn't know me. And she thought that, you know, it was worth calling me and telling me how impactful that video was. Yeah, that's super dope. Yeah, so I was like, you know, after that, I was like, well, it's time to double my prices. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. We bring strangers <laughs> here, man. We got to bring the prices up after that. Yeah, yeah. So at Story Over Everything, you know, being a part of this podcast, when in doubt, double your rates. That's the best advice I can give anyone. 
You know, like when you're charging five hundred dollars and you're like, man, how do we move forward? Double your rates. Yeah. yeah. And if it don't work, break it down a little bit. Yeah. Bank if it you're down charging fifteen hundred and you're booking a lot, double your rates. If you ain't booking nobody at three, bump it down. There you go. We ain't hurting yeah, no just, feelings that way. <laughs> just find the market. Um, so let's go into one more thing, uh, you know, here in this first episode. Uh, and these, this is my opinion. You know, feel free to disagree and be wrong. That's fine. Um, in my opinion, Chaz, the three most important aspects of any wedding video are, number one, the story. Okay. Um, I think without a story, you can make a wedding video, but it will never command high rates. Right. You know, if you make uh, music videos, you might can get a thousand dollars out of them, right. maybe. Um, but you know, if you want to charge three, four, five thousand dollars, you got to be able to tell a story. Right. And that's that's definitely something that we'll go into more in future episodes, um, on how to tell a story in five minutes or less, right. and how to develop that. Um, number two may shock people is audio. Um, if you come over here. And you've got the smoothest pans, slides, you know, racking your folk. Everything is nice. Mm -hmm. But your audio is from a camera and tinny. You just lost money. You did. You're you may amateur. as well not use it. You You're may as well amateur. just make that music video. You take $1,000, go back home. You have a good music uh, video. Not that anything's wrong with $1,000. Let me say that. You know, I, there's no wrong prices in weddings. Um, you know, if you're charging two fifty right now, we're going to get you to that thousand. Yeah. If you're charging a thousand right now, we're going to get you to two thousand. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, I'm not trying to down anybody's prices. I'm just saying that audio is essential. Before you buy that new camera body, buy you an external audio recorder. Right. Learn how to use it, and watch your prices go up and your demand go up. Yep. Um, number three, the third most important thing important thing in a wedding video is the video. Um, which, you know, when you explain this to people, it seems kind of weird that the actual video quality comes third. But, mind you, how many classic cinema movies, films, you know, anything, uh, look awful but tell a great story and sound good? Right. A lot. Right. Like, if you take, you know, just popular TV shows, like, you've, you've heard of The Office, right? Right. The TV show? Yeah. Their camera work is poor. It's grainy. It's shaky. They zoom in and out everywhere. Like it, it looks like a you know an inexperienced documentary, which I know is the point of the show. Right. But with a powerful story and professional audio, they can pull it off. Yeah. I can go ahead and tell you if they was recording with camera audio and didn't have anything on it, there would not have been a second episode. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So what what do you think? What's important about a wedding video? Like to get it right, to really you know maximize what this wedding can be. Because let me say something else before you get started. Some weddings are hard. Like sometimes, they didn't write vows. Okay, the ceremony, my shortest ceremony, Chaz, four minutes. I've had similar. I've had similar. Four minutes. I'll tell you the story in just a second. They, you know, they don't have vows. The ceremony's short. They don't have any toasts or speeches. Mm -mm. Like, what am I doing with that? Like, it's, it's hard. Like, that's why I tell people. I give people a range, uh, you know, in my package. Like, if you buy a highlight this three minutes, that sucker might be a minute and a half if you ain't got nothing happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. yeah go ahead go ahead with what you're, what yeah, you're saying man um, I'm gonna tell you about my short ceremony I, I there's nothing I don't, I don't I don't disagree with anything you said um and like you said I'm glad you threw that in because not every wedding has a story you mm. know their story is it was it happened in 1998 and that was it like they're there we worked now. a wedding that didn't have much of a story man say again 
I said, we worked a wedding together that didn't have much of a story. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, wasn't a lot happening there. And I was I was prepared for some some nice long speeches. You know, one of the uh-huh. um, one of the women had a nice paper with a whole bunch of writing on it, and she said like two sentences, and I was like, "But you're not going to read the rest of the paper? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> and that was she got that nervous, was it. Like, that was it. But um, yeah, it's it's really the story, the audio, and the video. Like, you can. You can have a really dope story and be shooting in, in you know, standard definition, you know. Yeah. And people and it's still funny. watch it. And One other thing in, is you know? I can hear somebody out there now saying, like, oh, you guys are stupid. They make silent films that have been successful. Right. Okay, like, I hear you. But a silent film is not only well planned, but it's got intentional and strong vis- uh, visuals. Right. But also, you can redo any part of it that doesn't fit. And you know, a wedding... And that's going to be a future episode, you know, we're going to put together how to how to tell a story when there is no story. How do you be successful at weddings that are not good for you? Don't forget um, on on your solid videos, the music drives the story as well. True. They're music not completely selection, solid. That's going to be a several episodes. Probably right, right. I'm big into music. selection. Right. Um, so what else? What else do you got for them today? Uh, Chaz, anything else you got? Um, Nothing really, man. Um, You know, the. I just really want you guys to understand, like, this is um, this is something that I've always wanted to do, um, just simply because, Same. you know, I feel like a lot of things that we go through, a lot of people don't say anything about it. Or the people that are, are, are speaking to the public, they're banging out, you know, 40 weddings a year, like. Yeah, starting at 5K. Right. Like, you, you, you've been doing it. You know, everything you say, people are going to just melt like butter over it but i'm you know i'm a realist i'm gonna keep it real <laughs> you know right, i'll tell right. you about my mess ups you know all this stuff and i'll try not to curse while i'm doing it um you know <laughs> i can bleep it out don't worry i'm just gonna try but um <laughs> yeah man just you know i've worked with a couple people you know in, in our in our facebook group and you know i believe i'm pretty you know well-rounded in the industry i'm not i'm not a a top dog. I don't think anybody can actually be like an expert in it. I think you, because weddings are so different, you know, they are each one is the same, but they're also so different. Yeah. Like you'll, it, 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 everything flows the same, but it's just minor tweaks are different, but um, you can definitely be a professional in this industry, but I don't think anybody can be like an expert, like the, the know it all. I've been through it all. Like, no, mm-hmm. you haven't. I'm sorry. I don't care how many weddings you shot. You know, you never know what to expect going wedding to wedding. You never know. You but, might um, be posted up in some corner with somebody trying to assault you. You never know what's going to happen. Right. And and then <laughs> this guy named Big Bubba says, you call my girl ugly boy. And, yeah. you know, you got to like, fight with your camera in your hand or you got to run. Right? What you going to do? Yeah. And then you got to replace 85 millimeter, you know, and nobody wanted to do that. Hey, man, listen here. Listen here. <laughs> Sorry. Let me I'm going to share one more story um, <clears throat> before we wrap this up about that four minute ceremony. It's okay. a short story. Um, maybe I should have included this as one of my worst. Uh, they decided to get married on the beach, man. Another beach wedding. Don't take beach weddings. I hate beach weddings. Um, so, you know, they go out there, they're setting up the arbor and I can see from up in the hotel room they got that it's getting kind of windy out. Mm. Like this arbor's kind of doing like, you know, this shaking number. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I wonder how that's going to work, you know, with audio because, you know, there's only so much I can do on a lapel mic if you want to still be able to see the person. Right. Um, and dude, we go out here. And it's a sandstorm. 
Mm. And not not like joking, but it's like a literal sandstorm. Yeah. Uh, in in their video, like she's turned around facing away from him, because the sand is blowing. Like it's fogging up the the color of the video because it's so sandy. Yeah. Uh, that was the four minute ceremony. She turned around. And she said, "Hey, I just want to make this thing legal, and I'm going inside." Yeah. And and that's what we did, man. There was people covering up kids with blankets because it was so sandy. It was terrible. Uh, terrible, terrible time. Um, all right, so a couple things, you know, for the listeners. Um, name of the podcast is Story Over Everything. Uh, you know, we value any feedback. If you enjoy it, if you don't enjoy it, you know, whatever it is, leave us a rating, leave us a review, send us a message, comment. Uh, something else we want are questions from the listeners. Uh, you know, Chaz, anybody who needs some help, has a question, has a story to share, or, you know, something they think may be valuable for others to hear, just hit us up. You know, we're not we're not elite people, you know, trying not to talk to anybody. Uh, me and Chaz, just a couple of regular dudes, uh, you know, willing to help out however we can. Yep. Uh, episode two, like we said, uh, is going to have Jonas from Legacy Weddings. Uh, he's going to come in talking about, you know, how to make your pay better uh, and some steps you can take to get it there. Uh, anything else for the people, Chaz, before we sign off? Not a sit, man. Just, you know, like, comment, subscribe, follow, share. All that stuff. There it is. That's all we got. All right, man. Well, it's been nice. Everybody, we will see you next week. Peace.